Welcome to Hymn Stories, a podcast about how our songs of the faith came to be and how they've encouraged, comforted, and strengthened believers like you and me. Hymn Stories is a part of the Media Gratia Podcast Network. My name is Ryan Bush. William Cooper, the Bard of Oni, was born on November 26, 1731, in Berkhamsted, England. He worked alongside of and was under the care of his friend and pastor, John Newton, in Oni. Together, they composed all of the lyrics in Oni Hymns. In this collection, hymn number 15 of the third book is titled, Light Shining Out of Darkness. We know it today as, God Moves in a Mysterious Way. It has been called the greatest hymn ever written on the subject of divine providence, and it was Cooper's last contribution to the Oni Hymns collection. God Moves in a Mysterious Way was composed in the twilight of Cooper's departing reason. William Cooper suffered greatly throughout his life, and this hymn in particular has been balm for others who have wrestled with the mysterious providence of the Lord. On December 16, 1841, Archibald Alexander wrote to Dr. Nicholas Murray, In his letter, he encouraged Murray, saying, Read Cooper's hymn, God Moves in a Mysterious Way. Christ seems to say, What I do you know not now, but you shall know hereafter. All things work together for good to them that love God. Dr. Murray had lost an only son by scarlet fever, and he and his wife were then in the deepest grief. During the cotton famine in Lancashire in 1865, one of the mill owners called all the workers together and told them he must close the mills. It meant poverty to them and ruin to him. No one could speak. Suddenly, however, there rose up the clear voice of a girl. She was a Sunday school teacher, and she started the words of the stanza, Ye fearful saints, fresh courage take, the clouds ye so much dread are big with mercy and shall break in blessings on your head. In 1999, John Piper shared with his congregation that this hymn was cherished in his own family. Listen to what he shared with them about this hymn and William Cooper himself. I took my three-year-old Talitha in each night and usually she says, sing me a song. And the one that we sing most often is by William Cooper, and she's learning it now. She can, she can finish most of the lines. God moves in a mysterious way, his wonders to perform. He plants his footsteps in the sea and rides upon the storm. Ye fearful saints, fresh courage take the clouds you so much dread, are big with mercy and will break in blessings on your head. Judge not the Lord by feeble sense, but trust Him for His grace. Behind a frowning providence, He hides a smiling face. His purposes will ripen fast, unfolding every hour. The bud may have a bitter taste, but sweet will be 
the flower, deep in unfathomable minds of never failing skill, he treasures up his bright designs and works his sovereign will. Judge not the Lord by feeble sense, but trust him for his grace. Behind a smiling providence, he hides a smiling face. Blind unbelief is sure to err and scan his work in vain. God is his own interpreter and he will make it plain. Now, William Cooper wrote that at a time of great struggle in his life. And there's something Talitha doesn't know about this man, namely that when he was uh, 28 in 1759, he had a total mental breakdown. And he tried three times in three different ways to kill himself. And he became absolutely persuaded that he was damned and there was no hope for him. And uh, three years later, four years later, in 1763, he was committed to St. Albans Insane Asylum in England. And by God's wonderful providence, Nathaniel Cotton was there, 58 years old, an evangelical believer, and he ministered to these people. And he ministered to William Cooper. He tried to encourage him with the scriptures again and again, and Cooper would come back, there's no hope for me, I'm not among the elect, I'm only damned and there's no way out. And he was simply locked inside a horrible darkness. One day, six months after his stay there, he came upon a Bible on a bench in the garden, which was not an accident. And he opened it to John 11 and began to read about Jesus' interaction with Lazarus and the family there. And he wrote in his diary later, so much benevolence, mercy, goodness, sympathy with miserable men in our Savior's conduct that I felt a ray of hope. And then he turned to Romans 3.25, which is what I'm going to focus on today. And God did for him what he has done for so many throughout the history of the world from this book, Romans. Let me read you what happened. He wrote this later. Immediately upon the reading, I received the strength to believe it. And the full beams of the sun of righteousness shone upon me. I saw the sufficiency of the atonement he had made my pardon sealed in his blood and all the fullness and completeness of his justification. In a moment, I believed and received the gospel. John Flavel wrote, The greatness of God is a glorious and unsearchable mystery. The condescension of the Most High God to man is also a profound mystery. But when both these meet together, as they do in the Scripture, 
They make up a matchless mystery. Here we find the Most High God performing all things for a poor, distressed creature. It is the great support and solace of the saints in all the distresses that befall them here that there is a wise spirit sitting in all the wills of motion and governing the most eccentric creatures and their most pernicious designs to blessed and happy purposes. Indeed, it would not be worthwhile to live in a world devoid of God and providence. Dear brothers and sisters, those who are in Christ own the hand of God. We agree with Isaiah, Lord, thou hast wrought all our works in us. Let us gather up all the providences of God that have befallen us as a precious treasure. How delightful is the knowledge of God's providence in our lives. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Hymn Stories. May the Lord bless you and keep you as you sing and make melody in your heart to Him. Thank you.